Again, to welcome all of you who are, have traveled uh, to be here with your family members, with those that you love and those that you've uh, journeyed with in life. I know they mean a lot to you and you uh, mean a lot to them. In the journey that we've taken uh, over this last year, it's a privilege to be allowed into such an intimate and personal place in someone's life, uh, that relationship between them and the divine that journey that we take into the heart of Christ and the church. And uh, as they did this, it was a beautiful thing to see how you have helped them. Uh, So what a blessing it is to come to today. Each one of you have been in an age in which we live thinking we are self-made. And at times always battle that in, uh, in unique ways. Each of you maybe have in differing degrees struggled to think I make myself and I need to do this and I need to get this kind of grade and I need to get there and I need to earn money or I need to. Uh, we live in a culture in which we sort of are told we're self-made. And if we haven't gotten where we think we should be, then there's something we need to do. And yet our scriptures today remind us that it is the Lord who provides us this way. The psalmist David saying, Lord, you will show us the path of life. And you sit here today at the St. Thomas More Newman Center, able to witness that the Lord is the one who brought me here, that the Lord has showed me the path of my life. And others may still live in a way in which they believe that it's up to them, but you offer a concrete and tangible sign of hope to people who are burdened by the world who are confused by their own thinking, who are trying to make of something so that they can be something, someone. And you, in a very silent and humble and holy way, can say, I have found a way in which I have become myself by letting someone else make me. What a gift that God chose not to do that by mysterious droppings and little things and that you can't see, but God chose to give you a way through a people, through the faces of people we would meet on the way, from the beginnings in which our parents gave us life, to those of you who are already baptized, your godparents who pledged and promised to help you grow in your awareness of the divine life you were given at baptism, all the way down to today, the friends that you have made here at the University of South Dakota. God doesn't do things outside of a people. And so we come here today as a people, grateful that he has done these things to you. Over the last couple weeks, as uh, the, especially at Easter time, as the other parishes were doing the sacraments at the Easter vigil and people would ask about the Newman Center and I'd say, yeah, we've got people coming into the church too. We've got nine people, 10 people, 11 people. Uh, and they'd say, oh my gosh, what's happening? Why is that? And it's caused me to have to reflect, why is that? And my immediate response is, I don't know, you've got to ask them. I don't know. But as I've prayed about this, what is it that has happened? A few things come to mind, and one of them most simply comes from the Gospel of John when he says, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. 
that it is natural within us to say, what's happening? How is that happening? But in the end, when we begin to sit before that question, we just have to say, I don't know, but it's happening. And because I can't add up 2 plus 2 equals 4, maybe this means something infinite is the one on this path that God is preparing a way. And so the Spirit has blown in your lives, coming from places you didn't expect, right? I love to say to some people, I bet you didn't think you were coming to be a coyote to end up taking this path, did you? And almost to a person, that's the case. What a beautiful gift it is for us to trust. Maybe our future is different than what we have planned. And we can trust and hope that something mysterious and uh, uh, ever life-changing could still happen to each of us. I thought about the road to Emmaus and each of your journeys that in so many ways this does exemplify something of what has happened. In a way, those readings today remind us that there is a presence in this world. And in the road to Emmaus, they meet Jesus in the friendship, in the companionship. They don't even know that it's him. And what does he do? He begins to open up the scriptures to them. He begins to point to them where all of the things the prophets had said led to him. And then he leads them to the Eucharist, the place where they break the bread. And even then, not until it's done, does he vanish from their sight, and then they get it. But what happens after they get it? Then they go back and they realize he was back there. And they're able to identify the signs of his presence. And isn't that true for each of you and for your friends that have taken this journey, that you have recognized his presence? And that is why you're able to say, Jesus Christ is risen today. Right? Because you were able to recognize, I'm filled with joy. What's going on? Right? I won't say who said it, but I was asking them at the end. They, they said, uh, I said, what's this all done for you? And they said, I pray more and sin less. I mean, that's like, and that wasn't even in my RCIA program. I mean, isn't that what we all want? Be a relationship with God more and do the dumb stuff less. There's lots of people all over this world, all over this campus, all over our families probably, that are trying to figure out how do we help people become more alive, become people who contribute joy and peace and goodness to this world. Well, you, my friends, are the witnesses and the reminders to us that taking a dive into the Lord can do such a thing. And you recognize the change. And the change helped you say, what is happening to me? And then you can say, is this you? Here with me? And isn't it true that you needed a friend or two or many to help you say, I think so too. And that little way in which we're accompanied and encouraged to recognize the peace in our hearts. Right? How many people mention to me that when you leave here from Mass and you realize, I just am different. 
You have an ability to go into your studies of the week and you have an ability to go before finals and things that are coming up. You have a way to deal with friendships that are tense or growing or trying to figure out your place in this world. And yet somehow you realize it's happening different than I thought. Well, this is the road to Emmaus and you are our witnesses that Emmaus is here and alive today. What a gift you are to remind us that the hand of God is still doing these things, is pouring forth. As the Acts of the Apostles says that Jesus Christ is being poured forth, that you see and you hear. And thank you to each one of you for being willing to speak to us of what you're seeing and what you're hearing. People think sometimes there's like lots of these beautiful stories. I've, I've, I told somebody else the other day, I said, oh, I don't have God, I'm not very holy, and I don't have God do a lot of stuff personally me. I just steal everybody else's. When you speak of him, I claim it as mine because I belong to you in baptism. The secret to your journey and the way forward from this point forward is always stay close to the person who just arrived. Accompany them, help them, and you will discover that in giving your life in that way, they will be helping you recognize his presence in that day. The last thing that strikes me when people ask how it happens is why it's happening is a story from a lady by the name of Edith Stein. She was uh, early, she was born uh, in the early 20th century, uh, grew up in a Jewish, devout Jewish household, was a philosopher, a very bright woman, and in front of the atrocities of World War I, she lost her faith. Became agnostic, atheist, and basically said, how could God? Ah. As I was reading it, I was like, oh, I thought all this was new. (laughs) It's been going on for at least a century, folks. And in that journey, she went into philosophy, committed with a desire for truth. She had a friend, uh, another phenomenologist, a certain kind of philosophy, who ended up becoming a Christian, and she was a devout practicing Protestant. And... Edith went to stay at her home for some time. And in that visit, for whatever reason, this friend of hers had an autobiography of St. Teresa of Avila. And the autobiography, as God knows just how to get into our lives, wasn't really an autobiography. It was the story of somebody who sort of loved the spiritual life, a deep sense of the spiritual life. And she picked that book up and she read it cover to cover and she put it down at the end of that night and she said two words. It's true. And in that moment, faith was born in her heart. And she took her own journey as you have taken your journey And she not only entered into the church, but she became a religious sister. So, I don't know, maybe some of you have. uh, (laughs) Gave her whole life over to God. And she suffered because World War II came about and she was taken to the concentration camps and 
her life was taken from her. But in the midst of that, she already knew that her life had been given to the one who wanted to take her to an eternal promise. This day is either the beginning of the eternal promise that God the Father wants to make for you, Evan and Caroline, and a reminder of your baptismal graces that have been given to you and the deepening that he wants to take you on in this road that he made just for you. What a gift it is that he has touched your lives. For someone to meet the presence of God once in their lifetime is a miracle. And you have been reached many, 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 many times. And you'll be reached in a very particular way through the sacraments this day. What a gift it is that your family and friends are here, the people who have helped you on this road. Trust that in the days ahead, the Spirit will blow from places you do not know and lead you where you cannot plan. But trust you will know his presence, the joy and the peace and the patience and the kindness that come from the Spirit who loves you and walks with you on this road. Might you have many moments when you can say once again, it's true.